to lead from a place of love and compassion, this tool allows you to do so for yourself, for your family, for your team, and ultimately for your community. Welcome to Live Well and Thrive, a podcast recognizing the hard work, dedication, and diversity of our team at Kaiser Permanente Northern California. And I am your host, Carrie Owen Pleats. Welcome to Walnut Creek, everybody. And hello to this amazing audience. All right, so who here has a family pet? Yeah, lots of hands. All right, some dogs, some cats, some rabbits, some lizards, I'm sure, are in the audience. Well, one listener noticed my puppy make a grand entrance, and she uh, had a little cameo in the recent episode. It was Tina who wrote how she loves our podcast for being so down-to-earth, liked hearing my new puppy interrupt the podcast. Well, Tina, puppies know how to stop and live in the moment, and I have no idea what my uh, golden doodle named Chewy is up to at this point in time, and yes, his name is very (laughs) well-deserved. So during the pandemic, we had no choice but to live in the moment. And while these three years have tested our strength, our fortitude, it has led many people to burnout. So as we rebound, the question we all face is, how can we reduce stress? How can we build resiliency? And how do we get fulfillment in our jobs? And it's not just about the jobs, because all of us are not one person when you come to work and one person when you go at home. Bring your true, authentic self to work is the most important thing. So that means being able to help people who are in our personal lives also recover from the past three years. One way is through a wonderful program called HeartMath. And today we have three guests who are going to talk about how it works and how our caregivers are benefiting from its practices. Let's start with Sheva Carr. (laughs) Great to have you, co-director of HeartMath Healthcare. Welcome to Live Well and Thrive. It's so great to have you. It is such an incredible honor to be here with you and with all of you. So tell me a little bit about what HeartMath is. I feel like I want to enter the conversation about HeartMath with my personal experience, actually, because I was a frontline caregiver in a war zone when I was 19. Mm. And I feel like our frontline has been in a war zone of sorts over the last three years. And I came back not only not sure I would live, but not really wanting to live after my experience holding dying kids in my arms in that war. And I was stranded after that war. Mm. And HeartMath is what threw me back into the ocean of life where I could love life again. And I know that all of our front line got into their line of work because they care and we love helping. So... I say, really, the bottom line is that it gives me the ability to be sane in an insane or at least sometimes insane world and to be healthy in a sometimes very unhealthy world. And the principle behind it is that stress is actually in our bodies, mm-hmm. not in our circumstances. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to imagine when you're in the middle of a war zone. So I have some street cred on this. <laughs> I really learned that I could shift my inner state and my body and emotions and thoughts, even in the most difficult circumstances. So you've said that heart math activates our gratitude. So we talked a little bit about gratitude on the podcast. Tell me how that works. I love how you've talked about gratitude on the podcast. So 
And while the recovery from that kind of trauma that we've lived as frontline healthcare providers over the last three years is a journey and doesn't happen in a day where it happens, and this is the good and exciting news that I would want this podcast to give everyone, is it actually happens in the moment where your puppy is. It happens in this moment right now, and we can handle the moment. We can't handle the whole day. We can't handle the whole journey all at once, but we can handle this moment. And when we shift our attention, in fact, it would be great to do this together because this is the heart of Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. Heart-shaped boxes of chocolates and hearts on cards are more than just a hallmark thing. What HeartMath contributed to the field of science is this has actually got scientific merit, that our emotions and our heart rhythms are inextricably linked. And that when we activate gratitude, the emotion of appreciation, it creates this uniquely coherent pattern in our, I can say this because this is a healthcare podcast, heart rate variability, but in the heart's rhythm. And that coherent signature in the heart's rhythm changes over 1,400 things in our physiology, including how our brain is perceiving this moment right now and responding to it. So when you appreciate your puppy interrupting the podcast, it's cute. When you're stressed about it, it's an irritant. Mm -hmm. And this simple shift in the heart of the moment can actually bring the love you have for your puppy here to Walnut Creek, even though your puppy's not here. Mm -hmm. So we become the change agents or the pacemaker cells inside the traumatic situation. And that happens moment to moment to moment. Like if we all right now just focus attention in the heart, the chest area, and imagine the breath is flowing in through the heart and out through the heart. This is hacking your own physiology. It's gaming human survival mode is what I call it. Because the pandemic had us running in survival mode constantly. And that's what causes burnout because it's like calling the ambulance to go to the grocery store or take your kids to school. We burn through our resources fast and we can shift it in a heartbeat by allowing the inhale and the exhale to be even in length. Mm -hmm. That balances the autonomic nervous system. It's like, why didn't someone teach me this in kindergarten? (laughs) So we recommend counting to five as you breathe in. And counting to five as you breathe out while maintaining your focus of attention in the heart. And as you can see with Carrie, you can do this eyes open. So the ANA voted HeartMath the number one mental health intervention for nurses because of industry appropriateness. Most of the nurses I work with don't have time to pee on their break (laughs) or on their shifts. So we don't have time to go breathe somewhere, but we can breathe while we're inserting an IV. We can breathe while we're at a hand-washing station through the heart. We can breathe at the patient threshold. And then when you activate gratitude, not only does that amplify the balance in the autonomic nervous system, but it changes our stress hormones and facilitates that resilient cascade. So if we all just take a breath of appreciation for anyone or anything you can be grateful for as you breathe in through the heart and out through the heart, 
Just notice, did that give you a little more energy or drain you? I'm getting a thumbs up yeah. from, why didn't someone tell us we didn't have to buy Starbucks when we need more energy? <laughs> it's in your heart. That's a source of resilience. So I want to bring in a few people, a few other wonderful people into this conversation. Linda Ackerman, who we we go back a ways. So great to see you, Linda. DNP RN Director of Caring Science with Kaiser Permanente Northern California. Hi, Linda. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, too. So, Linda, before you became a heart math trainer, you went through the program. What was life like before, and how did heart math help? I was the director for maternal child health um, at Antioch Medical Center. So we opened that medical center and purposely brought in Dr. Jean Watson as a theory for human caring. But in order to really make that a real process for Kaiser Northern California, we brought in HeartMath just so we can teach these tools to our teams and ourselves to have a foundation for being authentically present. So that's how I used it, and that's how we taught our team over in Antioch, and what a difference it made, because we brought teams together from all over Northern California, because it was a brand new medical center, everybody wanted to be there, and also brought teams from outside of Kaiser Permanente, so we're trying to create this cohesive team, and it allowed us to really have a grounding message about how to be present and how to create that healing environment, but truly of how HeartMath allows you to be the field and create that environment of loving care because that's that's why we opened Antioch because we wanted to provide that care for that medical center for that community and through uh, working with Jean and Robert and Sheva we were allowed to teach our teams to do the heart math training and it was uh, and learn heart math so it made a difference for me personally because I wanted to be that healing leader for that medical center and for my team and for myself you know, as a leader, you're in the moment and you're making decisions in the moment and your team counts on you to be doing the right thing for the bigger picture. And using heart math allowed me to be a little more cohesive and coherent in how I led. Does that translate into your personal life? Absolutely. At the time, I had four teenage children at home oh, of a blended family. We had we blended a family, oh, yeah. so we had about heart math, okay. and and we did a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> deep breathing. We did a lot of heart math, but truly really allowed me to be a better mom. Really, is about having that loving kindness and teenagehood. That there are challenges. So my husband and I, he learned it with me, and we appreciate those individuals because they are individuals. They don't mean to be a little ornery. Well, they do, but we want to appreciate them for their individuality. And it did allowed me to be a little more kind. And now my oldest son said, you know, Mom, I was really tough. I said, yeah, you were. He goes, but you loved me through it. I said, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he's 34. So when you're talking about caring science, that started in Antioch. Yes. How, what does it look like for the rest of KP? In Northern California specifically, we have heart math trainers and care test coaches at each of our medical centers, which really gives us the foundation of providing that amazing, high-quality care to our patients with love because we have an opportunity to really love our patients because they are going through so much transitions, and it's just tough being in the hospital. How it really helped with the pandemic is for our clinical teams, as Sheva talked about. Having the opportunity to teach heart math, we were doing it in person in Northern California prior to the pandemic. And then during the pandemic, we had to pivot. So Scholars Academy was trying to think of ways to 
provide this tool to our teams within Northern California, we partnered with HeartMath and Sheva and Robert both taught our HeartMath trainers how to teach via Teams. Since 2021, we offer HeartMath training twice during that month, virtually, to all of Kaiser Northern California, whoever wants to participate. So we had a great training, and, uh, and to this day, we're still continuing teaching HeartMath via Teams to allow people to have a place to go for a pause mm -hmm. and to learn these techniques to take care of themselves. Thank you very much. And I love that you mentioned the word love. Yes. So many organizations, it's kind of, that's not what we do. That's not what we talk about. Yeah. Of course it's what we do in yeah. healthcare. That's right. So I understand, let's see, six weeks of practicing heart math reduces high blood pressure that it would take two years to do with pharmaceuticals or losing 40 pounds. I love that we're having this in February mm -hmm. on Valentine's Day when we're <laughs> surrounded by chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> so really, heart math, it's not just good for you from a resilience perspective. It's good for you. Yes. For and people. our patients. And our, our patients. patients, yes. So let's bring in another success story. When Amelia, I want to bring you in here. So Amelia Blake, an RN and BSN, Kaiser Permanente Northern California. Amelia, welcome. It's so great to have you. It's so great to be here, Carrie. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Oh, well, I'm I'm excited to have you here. So tell me how you got involved with HeartMath and tell me your story. I heard about HeartMath through two of the teachers that I follow, um, Greg Braden and Dr. Joe Dispenza. That's how I the concept of HeartMath came to me. When I came to Kaiser, I was walking in the building and in the elevator, there was a sign for one of our HeartMath trainings. And it was something that I was sharing with my team. So we went as a group to one of those HeartMath training when it was in yep. person. Yep. And from there, just that journey within the world of HeartMath continued, recognizing the benefits of it, seeing how it really helped not just the staff members, but myself to get into that state of coherence mm -hmm. in the work that we do. It's been an exciting journey. And then I decided to become a certified trainer. So I reached out to Linda, yeah. who then connected me to Robert and Sheva. And it's just been a continuous journey through that process. So during the pandemic, we all had really just really tough times. Can you remember a particular time where deploying HeartMath just really helped? I am a quality consultant under the medical strategy and operations of Northern California. And we serve some of the most vulnerable members within Northern California are medical members, kids with special needs and adults with special needs. And throughout this process, the world of Medicaid has been changing. So that's been allowing our team to also not just be in the pandemic, but go through all of the changes that comes with changes in our insurance plan. So that has created a lot of stressors on the frontline staff. Again, you are in the setting of a pandemic, you're providing care to the most vulnerable members. And I gotta say, I work with some of the most amazing social workers, nurses, operations specialists within that program. And going through that process, I saw how the stressors were impacting our team and me within that as well. Throughout this process, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer last year. Mm -hmm. So with all of the stressors that was going on within our team, our organization, and our own personal life, it was really when I needed those tools for myself, for my own self-care as well. And in 
practicing those tools for me, I saw how it was benefiting my team as well. Mm -hmm. And so I would share that in our morning huddles. Mm -hmm. I would share it whenever we would have trainings with all of the changes that was going on. And in one moment, I was sharing the, going through the steps of the tool, uh, the quick coherence mm -hmm. um, tool within HeartMath. And one of the physicians said, oh, I love HeartMath. <laughs> it was such a moment of pride because I hadn't introduced the steps as HeartMath, but it was such a huge recognition from that, the team that I was working with. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your personal story and my best to your mom. Thank you. So I end each podcast episode asking the same question of all of our guests. What one piece of advice would you give our team to heal and rebound from the past three years? Yeah. So Linda, maybe I'll start with you. I think an opportunity to, to heal would really to start our day with using heart math, especially in the medical centers at your huddles, mm -hmm. leaving the, your stressful work environment and starting your day with just starting around the heart and creating a different field, not just for yourself, but for our teams and also our patients. So start your day with heart math in your home environment or at your work environment. Just give that love to yourself so you can live our patients and our teams and our members. Shiva, what would you say? I think I would click on bold highlights surrounding neon something you said, Carrie, which is permission to love. Yes. When I was in medical school, and I have also worked with medical residents as a heart math trainer, we were all taught that detachment is professionalism. Mm -hmm. And I think what we were really striving for is something I like to now call therapeutic neutrality, but not detachment. And the good news is we think as healthcare workers that there's care for self and care for other and they're separate things, whether it's caring for my puppy, my teenager, or my patient. But what HeartMath shows us with this incredibly inspiring Valentine's Day science is that when I'm loving and caring genuinely, not over-caring, not worrying, not stressing, but when I'm just coming from love, that does fuel and feed and nourish and balance and heal me. Mm -hmm. The love itself, giving it, balances my heart rhythm, balances my hormones, changes all these things in my physiology, lowers my blood pressure without exercising. I mean, all these things. And to Linda's point, that is what my patient needs. Yeah. So I like to give our frontline permission to love. Amelia, what would you say? Living and leading from your heart space, yeah. tapping into that connection that is present and it's always there fueling you. To lead from a place of love and compassion, this tool allows you to do so at, for yourself, for your family, for your team, and ultimately for your communities. So I'd like to thank our amazing team here, Sheva Carr, Linda Ackerman, Amelia Blake for bringing heart math to the uh, forefront. Thank you for guys. Supporting our <laughs> so great to have you guys. So I'd also like to thank our audience here at Walnut Creek Medical Center for joining our recording and all the folks who helped here at Walnut Creek Medical Center for hosting us. You guys have been amazing. Please give everybody a big hand.
Listeners can find the full schedule of HeartMath sessions in today's show notes. Additionally, find HeartMath resources and tools on Mindful Hub website. I started this episode reading a comment from one of our listeners, and I'd like to thank you and invite you to share what's on your mind, ask a question, suggest a topic or guest, and whether you're listening on your commute or during a down moment, keep those comments coming. And of course, I'd like to thank you for tuning in to Live Well and Thrive, a podcast recognizing the hard work, dedication, and diversity of our team at Kaiser Permanente. I'm Carrie Owen Pleats, and we'll see you next time.